Previously, on Attempted Adventure. I want to fight that dragon. You see red outline hanging from one of the dragon's horns. So you're saying I have to get on top of the dragon? I want to give him my grappling hook. JP? Uh, you latch onto one of the last two crooks of the uh, dragon's tail. I'm going to try to snatch the thing off of the horn. You launch your leg off, and as you cannonball backwards, you grab hold of it and pull it down off the horn. We hear one last screech as the dragon turns back into a skeletal, unmoving creature. Hey guys, look at this cool amulet. Just kidding, it's a pocket watch. I finished... Um, and he administers the antidote to the bird. This time it seems like it's like fighting against some invisible pain. Billy takes out one of the pieces of cloth and asks, is this helpful? It grabs it out of your hand. Tears start welling in its eyes. It All it said was stolen. Stolen? It's speaking celestial. Ask it what we can do to help. The bird points at the watch. We gotta fix it's he- broken. Morgan, do you know where we can get this fixed? I do. Professor Killigan Wilvian. Well. The Royal Academy in Markon. A quest! Then we will go there! adventurer are you ready to give it a try okay so what's the plan we don't know who has the do you want to carry the amulet uh hand pocket watch <laughs> would that make you feel better yeah, who's who's most equipped to protect the pocket watch he's a rogue like i'm rogue that dies with one hit so um, probably not me yeah, honestly. how many hit points do you have now that you leveled up 18 yipes should i hold it yeah, probably. yeah, that makes sense to me. You're the anime character. I'm a strong boy. Strong and boy. I climbed a dragon. Remember that? You fucking did. You did climb a dragon. We seem to be breezing over that. Yeah, but you did climb a dragon. I'm letting it go to my head. So leaving the house, you have your some odd thirteen feathers. You have about a full small leather pouch of the sand. You have the pocket watch. Stupid belt. You have the pocket watch. JP has a piece of pie. Hey, I love pie. Four potions of invisibility, one wand of silence, and am I missing anything? That's pretty much what you guys no, have collected, right? A nice winning attitude. I thought you said a knife. <laughs> a knife? No! no! <laughs> I do have a knife. But... Oh, sick. I actually have a knife, too. Yeah, great. I have two chef's knives that nice. I use as daggers. There you go. <laughs> I always forget about your chef bits, and then when you mention them, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the grappling hook? Stunning. Ladle grappling hook is Ladle grappling hook, baby. Fucking prime. Okay. So, yeah, you guys are headed back out into the forest. Uh, Morgan points you in the right direction. You are now kind of heading northwest which he tells you you're in the middle of the forest how could you know you're leaving around evening time um and uh you are headed out into the forest 
And should we do luck checks or should you do stealth checks? Stealth um, checks. Are we, I guess, are we always like actively engaged in stealth? That I guess, yeah, you would always be actively yeah, engaged okay. in stealth. So I'm just going to roll luck checks then because that's what we did last time. Oh, that's fair. So um, it is essentially equidistant from Go- as it was from Golanson. So I'm going to do two luck checks because that's what I did from Morgan's to Golanson. You passed the first one. No spiders appear for the first leg of your journey. Très bien. Nat 20 on the second one. Is that in so our favor? In your favor. Oh, okay. thank yes. fuck. Oh, yeah. So 18 spiders, spiders appear. <laughs> so you guys managed, and I don't know if it's because maybe Billy is wild shaping and like warding the spiders off as a, a giant wolf spider, or if it's just because you guys are so, so quiet and uh, using the wand of silence at, at opportune moments. Um, but you make it through in absolute. So, so we, we use the wand of silence. Actually, no. Two successful... Two successful luck checks would mean that no spiders appeared, so you wouldn't have had to. Okay. So you still cool. have your potions of invisibility, and you still have one charge on the Wand of Silence. Hey. And I still have one wild shape. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Ooh. I know you see me standing here. So let me send you this real fun thing. This is a basic shape, so don't... Uh... I love basic shapes. Square. Triangle. Stunning. Aw. A map. Mark on Kingsland is very pretty. Thank you. Also, I think the biggest city we've ever been to. It is enormous. So you guys are entering from the southeastern side of town where it says on your map M3. Um, You emerge from the woods into a residential area. And in front of you is legitimately the biggest city you've ever seen. I know we did a history check a long time ago, but it makes more sense for you to know this than not. Uh, this was the capital of Lestethriol when it was the uh, an elves-only society. Oh, okay. So this is where the king resided, um, which is why it's still named the Mark on Kingsland. Very cool. This is a large and vast city. And despite there being like distinct main roads, you could see yourselves getting lost here. Far in the distance on the horizon, you see that the town is backed by um, an enormous mountain range. But you guys are standing here at the edge of the forest uh, with Camille and your journey ahead of you. Have any of you ever been to Mark on Kingsland canonically, do you think? Yes. I've been around a lot. If this is like a big city point of attraction, probably, but okay. never in like an academic or like, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would have seen a lot of it. Probably like a market if there was one. Mm-hmm. I think Isla would have gone to the university while she was at school at some point because she like to visit. Knew, yeah. Okay. She knew someone there or just wanted to party. Okay. There. Is so this I think like she's been this there. is a party school? No. This not is where at you all. go to party. Not in the slightest. It's wild that that's I love what, party that's, here. That's what they all say. <laughs> that's what they all say. <laughs> the, the staff are not, yeah, of course. so severe about it. At the non-party school, that's when you're really fucking raging. Exactly. Okay. Okay. What's the plan? You have one main street out ahead of you as you enter town, and then it kind of like shoots off in all directions. It's not like a well-planned city, but it's it's here. It's big. It's vast. It's disoriented. Isla's vaguely like, I think I've been here. 
As, like walking down like the main aisle of M3. Mm-hmm. Mido is remembering getting beat up here and he's like, not me. Never been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I've never been here before. Isla, where's the party at? I don't know, but I threw up right there one time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, She's like going around. She's like, I remember this bush. I threw up in this bush. I threw up in this bush. I threw up on that cow. Oh, my God. Ah! (laughs) As you guys walk, can you make a perception check? Bop. Eleven. Five. Nine. Dirty 20. No, I'm sorry, nine. Um, Mido, you had a dirty 20? Yeah. As he you, did it! As you walk over the um the kind of jagged skyline of the of this city and over these like tall kind of like Tudor-esque buildings, you see the tip of a lime green and like tan striped canvas tent. Like big canvas tent of like a few blocks over and kind of like taller than the buildings but you can only see it peeking over the buildings i hate to ask is that marked on the map like which direction okay uh i would say it is closer if you're walking straight down this path it'd be on the right past this more residential area kind of in like a plane on the right kind of like in a plane well you wouldn't know this until you get there so it's behind the houses that you're walking by right now and it's like open to the public. It's you not like a. there and see. Is it like a private backyard party that we're not invited to? We're walking in the direction of M two down this towards the city center. Yeah. So yeah. like as you as you approach, you can start to see that it is a big top tent. Um, and as you kind of like come around some of the houses, you see set up in a residential area, but like in a kind of like open large plain where there's no houses is a carnival oh god i fucking ignore it i'm not going to a goddamn carnival yeah it doesn't seem like uh, we're on a mission even mido's not gonna go to a carnival but guys there's so much fun okay fine twist my arm (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to go in the tilt world with me i look at isla and i say did you show up at the carnival too? It wasn't up yet, but yes. <laughs> uh, you you pull Mido into the carnival? Yeah. Okay, as you enter, you see um, it is in fact a like, pretty poppin' carnival. It's on the smaller side. It's not huge, but it is it is full. Like It is packed. There are food booths. There are games booths. There are walking performers just doing street performances, like walking around engaging with the public. Scary. People, yeah, people are walking around eating like foods on sticks. There seems to be something happening in the big top. Like you hear like crowds cheering and like a performer like shouting and something like that. And on all of the banners and signs, you see the same emblem, which is a ship that's basically upright as it meets a crashing wave and instead of a mast on the ship holding the sail it's a cutlass the cutlass a it's sword. a sword it's like it's like a curved kind of like pirate sword so yeah, you guys are walking around what do you bring uh Mido to do first um well i don't recognize that symbol from the pocket watch right it's not on the pocket it's watch it's not on the no. pocket watch but make a um make a history check okay 17 You've seen this carnival before. This, I have. You have maybe not attended it, but you have seen it. It has been 
definitely in a town that you and Alfie have visited. Like you've passed it before. It's a traveling carnival. Oh. And you remember distinctly that it visited your campus once. I know this carnival. I have thrown up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you've this carnival has traveled to places that you have been before. Is the carnival okay. following you? I'm the carnival. I am the carnival. Um, so what are you doing? Are you getting food? Are you like doing a game? Are I you want cotton candy? <laughs> they absolutely do not have the technology to make cotton candy. Sure they do. Magic times, Mag- baby. Magic cotton candy. You approach a um a cotton candy vendor spinning his wheel of of thin stranded sugars. Um can everybody make a perception check on the carnival at large for me? Oh, great. 12, 15. Perception. I feel like Pennywise just got me because I crit failed. <laughs> Ew. He pulled you in Every, the sewer. A red balloon keeps floating by, but Amanda, <laughs> uh, Brandy's no. always like looking uh, looking away and doing something else. Ew. What did you get, Mike? A 13. Uh, so everybody but Billy sees that although a lot of this carnival is worked by folks of all kind, you have seen a pretty heavy handful of medical, medical, Metal living mannequins. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. why. You said medical. I was like, there's doctors here? There's so many doctors. Why are there there's so, so many, many doctors? doctors. <laughs> uh, you see metal living mannequins walking around. Not warforged and not metal golems. Metal living mannequins walking around working the working the carnival. Is Billy just so oblivious she's talking to them like they're humans? I think you just, <laughs> I think you just haven't noticed them to differentiate them from the crowd. Okay. They're that realistic. No, she just did a really bad job. She just did a really bad job. Um, They look like articulated mannequins with kind of like chameleon hands. Oh, okay. Like faceless heads. um, Kind of like, yeah, kind of like rounded bodies um, and like articulated arms and legs joints. Sick. So they walk around carrying boxes, like serving people, stuff like that. I'm going to say you can tell me this is not a appropriate if you want um i'm gonna say jp it's a miracle that i've noticed that because i've already set up the booth and i'm hawking fried cheese oh, no no <laughs> almost left instantly Camille. upon no, huh? no you didn't you took her oh okay okay I thought how we... that's why we took the one dare you i'm already like fried cheese okay. two couple pieces my prices have gone down drastically since the first time we did it's this amazing. by the way it's amazing it's astounding <laughs> Do, does your cart have a sign on it like a sign that distinctively says like JP's cheese or like an emblem or something JP's like that. JP's cheese. <laughs> gross. That is gross. Or is it just like a canvas pop-up cart? With I like- don't think so. I think I have like the menu board that I had at the beginning. I don't think I have like, no, it is not. My name's not on it. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, you pop up your tent. You start selling cheese. If you give me the cheese police again. I was rolling to see how many people line up. To take you to the police house. <laughs> the, pol- the police house! <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to quit D&D. Oh my God, I, quit, I, I forgot about D&D. police house. We're taking her to the police house. I quit D&D. You watch Fantasy High two times and then you're just out here at the police house. Jamie, thank you for all you Fuck. do, but police house it. will haunt you <laughs> i'm making a public call to emily axford and letting you know emily i feel your pain i'm here with you we can get through this together police house police house. anyway you set up shop and immediately three people line up 
and oh. you, you start to get a steady stream of people. Sick. Yeah, baby. As this is happening, Isla, what are you doing? The th- other three of you, what are you doing? Are Billy and um, Mido with me? Mm-hmm. I reminisce about being at the carnival when it was at my college. <laughs> all the fun I had. Jesus. While I'm looking for a tilt oral. Okay. You are on your tippy toes looking over the crowd, uh, looking all around you. And Billy, Mido, and Isla make a perception check. Better. Uh, 18. 16. Mido, you are you are out of here. You have walked away and are looking for ale. I mean, that's what I would have done with a nap. She's separating well. us. <laughs> Billy and... She's separating us. <laughs> Billy Horror. And, <laughs> Billy and Isla, as you look around, you both kind of like turn in all directions. You're looking for the Tilt-A-Whirl. And as you turn back to each other and turn over your shoulder, a metal mannequin is standing there. Um, hi. Hello, he doesn't sir. say anything. He is staring directly at Isla. Oh, no. He's holding a box, but he's just standing there looking at you. Well, faceless. No features. I hate like it. No, he's holding the box like he was originally going to take it somewhere, but he got distracted and is just standing here looking at you. I flip my hair and keep mocking, but I'm definitely like looking back over my shoulder. And Is he following me? Billy is uh, definitely looking at him and being like, hey, don't fucking stare at her, you creep. We had two different... <laughs> <laughs> so he pays no mind to you yelling at him, Billy. And as you guys go to walk away, he kind of stands there for a second and doesn't make a motion to move, but just like looks at you as you walk away. And then as you're maybe about five or six paces ahead of him, he starts walking kind of like idly behind you, still carrying his little box. And I would say he's approximately, he's like approximately Mido's height. Like he's, he's regular, like humanoid height. Hey, Billy, want to do something fun? Yeah. I, is there like an alleyway um, in this carnival where like there's not a lot of people? Yeah, you could definitely find that. Come like with- between the booths. Yeah. Come with me, and I walk down it. Okay. He follows you. Good. Once we're far enough in, I want to do a spell. What spell, Ellie? Ice knife? Ooh. Okay. Roll for it. Oh, a 13. That hits him. It hits him, and it grazes across the metal of his chest. Um, And as you do this, as you, like, send a magic ice knife at him... Uh, Someone walking by the alley double takes and comes like jogging down the path at you. And they're like, oh, uh, no, sorry, you uh, can't can't be doing that. Please don't attack the workers. They're just kind of working. Why are you what? What Why are you attacking carnival property? Thought something fun would happen. he followed us down a dark alley. What are you trying (laughs) to teach here? Well, did you lure him down a dark alley? I mean, he's like, I walked here. Are you victim blaming? Not at all. Not at all. No, 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 no. What are you no, getting at? This turned on him so fast. No, no. Fuck yeah. That is not what I was saying. apart. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. If I can get you a refund of any kind, I'm so sorry. Hi. I need more cotton candy now, sir. Billy, what do you want? Okay, hold on. <laughs> What, do you, what what can I get you? Yeah. 
nothing all right they turn around and they snap their fingers and another metal mannequin comes jogging up and they like speak to them say like please go get like two cotton candies bring them back asap uh he runs away and comes. i love that this has turned into disney world where it's like (laughs) that kid is crying give him some candy right (laughs) exactly um and as you're there waiting for the other metal mannequin to come uh, they extend their hand to you and they say i'm shorvay the proud um i'm the ringleader i fully run this whole thing please don't kill my mannequins i need them they run the show short that it was shorvay s-c-h-o-r-v-a-y the proud the proud and he's the ringleader uh yeah they're they're the ringleader they are a tiefling um and they're kind of dressed up in this like kind of fantastical garb these like really really short black shorts with like black fishnets underneath and like a very Ooh. tight like uh very tight sleeveless top with flames all up it and what they're wearing kind like of eyeliner and He's like they've got sick. a whip on their hip and they're like i'm sure they the proud i am so sorry about the inconvenience but can i ask why were you trying to kill my metal mannequin because i, I felt threatened how can I see? And follow yeah, what you I'm very I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm very scared you're going to yell at me again. If I see the wrong thing. You should be you We're should the Karen's now, bitch. <laughs> Where's our cotton candy? Uh as you say that the metal mannequin comes running back and extends the cotton candies out to both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh did this did it harm you? Was it like, did it seem like you were in distress so it was following you around and like trying to help you? Was it trying to service you? I was not in distress, but it was following me and looking at me weird. Okay. Noted. Uh, Shorvay turns the metal mannequin to face them, which it has been facing you this whole time, just standing there holding its box. Uh, Shorvay looks at the box in its hands, like pops the lid and opens it. It's just full of like supplies for one of the food carts or something. Um, pats the lid and like pushes the metal mannequin like out back towards the entrance to the alley and they say like go back to work deliver your goods and then find another task and the metal mannequin kind of like turns and looks at you and then kind of like looks both ways as if it doesn't really know what to do and just resigns to walking away and you lose sight of it as it as it rounds the corner and um trevi turns back around to you too and they're like I am immensely sorry. We don't, you know, the, one of the reasons we hire metal mannequins to do most of this work is because they're very non-confrontational. They have actually no intelligence. They can't communicate. They just do their work and that's it. Like, they're great workers. Don't know why this one follows you. I will be following up with that one. It's got an ice knife scar now, so it won't be very hard to keep track of. Um, but uh, enjoy your free cotton candies. And please, if you are going to be sticking around, catch the 9 p.m. show. I will be doing fucking radical tricks. I will be there for your fucking radical tricks. And I hold out my hand and I shake it. Okay, great. You shake their hand. Yes. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, They, like, pat the other metal mannequin on the shoulder and, like, guide them away as they walk out of the alley. And it's just you two now. That was fucking wild. <laughs> you mean Karen? You Karen'd the hell out of that situation. I'm actually, I'm proud. <laughs> Thank you. That was wild. Oh, sure, man. It's born within me. 
it's truly not. <laughs> Knowing you as a person, living with you, the, the least Karen I've ever met. Thank you. I just want cotton candy. <laughs> This is Billy's oh first time having cotton candy, and she loves it. Oh, yeah. How does she feel about it? Oh, is it vegan, Good. though? She's veg. She's not vegan. vegan. She's had cheese. Oh, right. Cotton I, candy's vegan. Cotton candy's vegan. It's just, it's sugar. just sugar. It's just cane sugar. Yeah. Uh, Billy, you are so enthralled by the sweetness of the cotton candy that you gain a point of experience or a point of inspiration. <gasps> Billy's fucking <gasps> Do I get a point liar. of inspiration for being a Karen? Absolutely not. That's true. Well, you, actually, don't, you, you actually lose eight hit points. Don't reward me for that. <laughs> We do not just what we that want. You're here. <laughs> oh my god! I've been carrying around a point of inspiration, and I forget what it does. I can't wait for us to be in the middle of a battle, like three sessions from now, and I like just am able to deliver a really critical hit, and I'm like, that's because I had cotton candy for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's truly the little things in life. It is the little things, isn't it? Uh, I'm gonna jump back to Mido then. Okay. You have wandered off and you found an ale cart and you are patronizing it. You drink um, the whole thing. And hmm. once you turn around from your drink, or I assume you've got another in hand now, <laughs> um, you have completely lost sight of Isla and Billy. Whoops. Shit. I know where <laughs> JP is, right? Yeah, you can see the top of the carriage that uh, his his cheese cart is on. Okay. Um, we'll go back. To JP's cart and climb on the roof of it so I can try to look for Billy and Isla. Is there a roof to your cart? I guess we've kind of never discussed the construction of it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's sort of the way I envision it is that it's like pretty much all collapsible and it just sort of like sits in the cart and okay. then it pops up and there's like a counter and a little tarp over it. Oh, okay. So it's a tarp, not a roof. It's very much like if you saw, like, picture, like, the market stall from Animal Crossing. Do you know that item? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so, very simple. No, you it's, cannot stand on that. <laughs> it's cloth. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. But, I All mean, right, I just, there. I climb on a random roof. Okay. Uh, make an acrobatics check. Yay. 18. Okay, yeah, you successfully climb atop the roof of another vendor here. Um, so make a perception check with advantage. Woo. Uh, 19. Okay, oh. yeah, you, you spot... Yeah. <laughs> you spot Isla's um, long flowing water hair uh, in an alley as a person dressed insanely walks away with a metal mannequin um and you see them down that alley from where you are uh nothing out nothing out of place there (laughs) i can't think of anything i would be doing on my own here so i think maybe i'll just meander over and catch up with them okay with them or jp you're gonna go find them yeah, I like wave at JP and I'm like, be careful. Okay. Uh, you still have a pretty steady stream of cheese buyers, so you're just standing there hawking? Yeah, I think Sick. so. Finally, a, a campaign with some income. <laughs> yeah, right? Seriously. <laughs> Nobody else is fucking paying us. <laughs> Someday we'll run into where he gets the dairy to make the cheese or where he gets the cheese to sell the cheese. Oh, I just have like <laughs> wheels of cheese in the back of my cart. <laughs> so funny. 
old. Also, as JP, I've been workshopping some like jingles. I'm ready. Um, oh, now is the time. And I just want to know if I like sing this while I cook. Are there like people wandering? Here's let me th- run it by you first. So it's a little obviously it's fried cheese. They're fucking mozzarella sticks. <laughs> oh, I could go for a um, mozzarella stick right now. Amen. <laughs> um, I literally am never gonna get through this. <laughs> I'm actually the most excited I've ever been for Danny. <laughs> What's this stick of mystery hide? Take a bite, there's cheese inside. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but Jay- <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> the slow clap at the same time just fucking took me out. Um, but with the accent, obviously, it's more like... What's the stick of mystery hide? Take a bite, there's cheese inside. Is this inferring that JP has invented mozzarella sticks? I mean, that seems fair. I don't know if anybody else is mozzarella sticking (laughs) it up in the fantasy world of Lysethriel, but um, he's certainly trying his best. I love it. I Fantastic. love it. Yeah, that's singing, so funny. You're just singing this to yourself while you're making. Jingles. Yes, it's because like you know how like sometimes there'll be like music or like jingles playing. Yeah, we don't have that, so I'm just like, how can I make people want yeah. cheese? What's how about, wow, he's his own marketer. Can we retcon that Mido was just gonna hang out at the cheese cart, but then JP asked him to just stand there and sing the jingle? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, he's a sign spinner. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go find Billy and Isla actually. Good luck with that. Okay, goodbye. I, What's the stick of mystery height? I, I love it. Fantastic. I'm very happy about it. Um, does, it does it boost my sales? You know what? It just might. <laughs> you're, yeah. playing the, yeah! you're playing to the DM. I'm apparently right. playing um, uh, fried cheese tycoon now. <laughs> I love that Jamie wrote this whole campaign to roll to see if Matt's jingle got him more customers for his cheese. What can Do you I know say? what? She's I come prepared. When I wrote work. JP, when I wrote Jean Pierre, I did not expect him to be this aggressive about selling fried cheese, but I like the place he's come to. What can you say? You got to lean into what feels right. Honestly, yeah. Natural. Nat- natural. She's so- gone. So you walk away, uh, Mido, and you do know exactly where to find Billy and Isla. And uh, Billy and Isla, as you are exiting the alley, I assume, unless you're standing there talking? Mm, No, I think we left. As you are exiting the alley, Mido walks upon you. Hey, Mido, want some cotton candy? Yeah. (laughs) That's my mind. I got it for free. Wow. Don't ask how. (laughs) (laughs) You feel intense shame. Nah. I wouldn't say intense. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't we? I go get more cotton candy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> now we're just playing the carnival. We're just having a good time yeah, at the carnival. It's fun. Shouldn't I mean, we go I'm... to the fine, fine professor, professor Smarty Pants, Professor Killigan Villian? Do you? What time is it now? It's about. It's about to be nine o'clock. <gasps> we should. Go and it shows at nine thirty. Should... Yeah. Do you guys want to go get JP? Or do you? Yes. Yeah, we go find JP. I don't know. He's kind of putting on a show of his own. I don't, but maybe he'll come. We can ask him. Yeah. Hey, JP. We go to the cart. Say, JP, do you want to go to this show with us? Um, they said JP they're going to do looks... sick tricks. Do I have people, like, 
Yeah, you're still serving. The line has definitely died down a little bit because, especially because you're kind of right near the big top, people are oh, starting, they're to starting to trickle into in there. there. Okay, yeah. cool. I look at them, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, let's go see some sick tricks." <laughs> uh, so you break down your cart. Yeah. Uh, I assume you like tie up Camille, uh, Camille and uh, you guys all enter the big top. Um, and as you enter, uh, there are people filing into large wooden stacks, like war- large wooden, like kind of auditorium seating all around a, a large dirt circle. As people are being seated, there are metal mannequins with strings around their necks and like boxes of popcorn walking around serving people. Um, I see that and I'm like, genius. <laughs> I'm like storing that away for next time. <laughs> and you guys are kind of following the flow of foot traffic. You are ushered up to the top tier of one of the stacks around the circle. Um, and you are sat all next to each other on the top uh, bleacher. Oh. You did not tell me we'd be sitting in the nosebleeds. They're actually not that tall. They're pretty much four tiers tall. They just go all around the big top. Never mind. I f- disregard yeah. what I just said. They're I not lied. Huge. Um, I, 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 as we were walking seats. up the stairs. I was actually thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe we don't want to draw that much attention to ourselves. Yeah. I don't want to be a an actual Karen. <laughs> <laughs> How many people did I serve at the cart? Oh, um, I'd say in that time... Maybe 40-ish. Sick. So multiply that by how much you return. Did we have to pay to get in here? No. (sighs) That's suspicious. That's weird. That's weird. My life is TikTok. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) So you guys sit. um, It takes a few minutes for the crowd to fully file in. It is a little past nine by the time the show starts. And as the show starts, the lanterns lighting the big top dim and a spotlight comes down in the center of the empty circle and out walks Chauvet and they walk out carrying a pretty tall wooden stool and they set the stool down in the center of the circle and they walk in a circle around the stool and as they do so they begin this whole long spiel about magic and like this false mythos of magic and where it comes from and the, like the true nature of it all and then as, as it really starts to build up music starts building up in the background and they cast fly on themselves and they jump up on the stool and launch into the sky towards the top of the big top and a whole like big cacophony of music and like other performers come out there's fire spinning there's baton twirling there are magic animals not really they're just like animals all dressed up and like silly costumes and things and people are shooting like harmless magic like sparks and um just fancy lights it's a show yeah um everybody make an insight check as you watch i'm loving it 11 11 actually i'm sorry Take that roll and do it as a wisdom saving throw. I'm sorry. Saving throw? Yes. 16. 16? Still at 18. One. 14. Isla, was that a nat, a nat one? No. Oh, um, do you want me to roll again? No, you don't have to roll again. Uh, no, it was a two. Two. Okay. So, Mido, you are very wise. You are trained in the way of the monks. You know you. your vibe. You know your whole like mission and your whole kind of like self story you 
kind of want to learn how to do magic. Like you kind of, you kind of want to get good at magic, and All of a you're sudden. starting to think, yeah, you're starting to think that someone here might be able to help you with that. And Isla, you studied magic, you went to school for it, but you were a square for magic. You want to know how to do this magic, and you want to know how to do it now. Is this about to be a MLM? Oh my god! Oh what? Multi-level marketing? Oh, is he about to pitch us like fucking? Uh. Oh my gosh! (laughs) It's Sensi, baby. We're learning magic. Or what's the one that everybody does? I know I can't think of it. Oh, Herbalife. Yeah. (laughs) The insurance one. This whole and the show. The show concludes and. You still feel that way. Uh, Billy and JP, it was a great show. It was full of magic and wonder, and you do feel happier having seen it, especially since the horrors that you've been through the last few nights. It was nice, nice to kind to- of nice to kind of get away and have fun and enjoy some actual live entertainment. Do something that's not fighting spiders for four hours. Yes. I love. Mm. JP's like riding high on this. Yeah. As soon as like the lights come on and the, sh- the show's done, yep. right? Yep. I stand up and go, I need to speak with him. And like, I need to speak to the manager. And then I go, did he exit? Like, did I see him exit? The show pretty much ended with like all of the performers like doing their big thing and then like a puff of smoke and they all disappear. I'm like, wow, that was pretty sick. No, it was life changing. But the impulse stays, like, we still have the strong impulse to do magic. Mm-hmm. Mido less so than Isla, but more so than you've ever had. Isla just learned the secret. Why? As a magic user. <laughs> Why do you want to see him so bad? That was amazing. I need to be a part of this. Does he have, like, a big tent? Not big tent, like, a... His assigned tent that I know. Isla's about to break into his dressing room. You kind of have not like traversed the carnival well enough to know if they have their own kind of like dressing tent. Um, But when you were back in that alley, you did see performers coming in and out of trailers. These poor people. Um, I guess I'm gonna head in that direction and hope I can just like talk to someone. And you just fully walk away from your friends. Oh, I follow her. I gotta know what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I start walking. Billy, the- Billy and Mido, are you following Isla? Yeah. Yeah, for lack of a better idea. I'm a little bit trying to talk Isla out of it. I'm just kind of like, Isla, like, I just saw you fucking ice scar a metal mannequin. You know magic, man. Not that good. And I keep walking. You're like talking about how much you want to join the circus as you walk. Mm-hmm. So that was magic and it was very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Did it... That is also magic that's like... Magic users are, like, none of it was, like, was it high-level magic, or was that, like, magic that, like, most magic level users can do? Even you know it was very showy. Lots of illusions. Okay. Lots of, yeah. Nothing really that seemed, like, like I get Nothing Angel. that would justify Isla being, like, it, yeah, that's yeah. new and different. It and never felt it. like you were in danger. It never felt like something that you would never see. Like, magic technology is being invented now. Showy magic is not new. Yeah. Like, magic carnivals have been around for a while because magic is kind of few and far between. Okay. You know? So, you are walking kind of loudly talking about how, like, that was life-changing. It was, like, an, a, like 
emotional experience for you. You want to join the circus. And as you walk, you're going to round into this alley and a metal mannequin pushes you out of the way. Huh? I yell, um, hey, what are you pushing her for? Now you're He's... putting your hands on her? <laughs> <laughs> you are standing there. Uh, do you continue to try to walk around him? Does he have an ice knife thing on him? Yes. Where is the manager? There has been an assault here. Shorvay! I'm going to try and go around him again. He steps fully into your path. What's your problem? He, like, goes to take you by the shoulders by with his chameleon hands, and he tries to turn you around to make a strength check, a strength saving throw. While he's doing that, can I use that as a moment to, like, see if I can Net sit past 20. him? Net 20. Yes. Uh, JP, you can try to sneak past him. Um, Isla, he tries to turn your shoulders. He's a very, very weak, like, creature. <laughs> he can't turn your shoulders, but you get the gist that he's trying to turn you to walk in the opposite direction. Kind of like Shorvay pushed him the- earlier. How strong is this urge of me wanting to learn? You rolled a one? Uh, yeah. Incredibly strong. I kicked okay. the robot in half. roll an unarmed strike did i manage to sneak by him yes he's not paying attention to you at all um i am walking down this alley because i want to see what's down here okay i'm gonna get back to you in a second mido what is your roll a nine um that does not hit (sighs) he kind of like sidles out of the way when he sees your kick coming because you kind of have to back up to get enough momentum to run at him coming okay i'm a martial arts master (laughs) he got lucky can I do an Arcana check on him? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, 19. First and foremost, just looking him over, you notice that a small version of that emblem that the circus has is engraved on his chest, okay. kind of like up where your, your clavicle would be. But you also notice a very strong magic aura coming from inside the chest cavity, which... I feel like all four of you know that Warforged have to have some sort of like, they can either have like a soul, like they're like a soul inside of Arcanotech, or they have some sort of like arcane engine inside of them. So like it would pretty much be inference that you would think a metal mannequin made just to work a carnival would have some sort of like arcane engine inside of it to make it run. But you can't tell what kind of magic is inside it. You can just see that there's an aura. Hmm. This is hard because Isla very much wants to go down there, but Allie does not. <laughs> um, So I'm going to pause while you guys are checking out the mannequin. JP has snuck past you without being noticed and is walking down this aisle. So lay of the land. This is a dead end or it passes between two like. It curves around the big top. So on your left is lined by trailers and on your right is the outside of the big top where there are no entrances or exits. Is Do I see anybody up ahead? Not currently, no. Okay. I look at Isla, and I just make, like, a I'm going to go check it out signal. I don't know if she understands. I just sort of, like, a, I'm going to go. <laughs> I, like, point at myself and then, like, point <laughs> other places. Okay. And then I start creeping around. And I'm looking for, I guess, Shorvay's. I don't know his name, but I want to find the ringleader. Yeah, their name is Shorvay. Uh, or actually, did they introduce themselves during the show? Yes, they did. Okay, so, so you know yeah. they're they're Shrevey. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And do the the carrot are they like? Do they have windows? The trailers? Yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like if you took the idea of a wooden caravan 
and made it long and like you know arrow stream trailers yeah from the 50s like that but wooden that shape too yeah yeah exactly <laughs> okay. so um, yeah um as you round the corner you're getting kind of towards the back entrance of the big top you kind of stop in your tracks because you see a trailer that's not necessarily much larger than the others but definitely has a lot more noise and light coming from inside it and there's one living worker standing outside with their hands crossed in front of them looking around what's the ground made of dirt Are there any rocks around i mean it's a little gravelly can i find like a a stone like something i can like hold in my hand comfortably yeah okay my idea is i would like to huck it up and over so that it arcs past where he is and lands way on the other side of him like on the other side of the trailer because here's how i'm imagining it you're coming around a curve yes so the trailer that you're looking at is kind of dead in front of you yes. at the end of the curve there's a guy in front of the door yes yeah, I guess I just want it beyond him, but I want to lob it like up and way over so he doesn't see that I have thrown it. Okay. I want to make a noise somewhere so he to see if I can get him to go check on it. Okay. Do you think that that would be dexterity or strength? I I guess it's not particularly a heavy rock, so getting it to land where you want it to land would be dexterity. Yeah. So, 17. I would say that does it. Okay. Does he notice move? He you see him stand and, like, look sharply at where the rock landed, which is off to the right past where you can see around the bend. And he quickly moves his hand to the handle of the sword on his back. Uh, and before looking around both ways, he still hasn't spotted you. Um, he kind of wanders off towards the rock. You can't see how far he's going, but he's out of your view. And now, is it behind it or is it just sort of, like, off to one side? Off to one side, like, around the corner. So, like, out of your, him or the, the trailer? Him. Yeah, he's kind of like around the corner, so you can't see him past the bed. Okay. How many windows are on the trailer? Two that you can see facing you. Okay. I want to approach the trailer stealthily mm -hmm. to avoid alerting that guy. Mm -hmm. And I want to get behind it to see if there are windows back there. Okay, like cross like between two and get to and the get other side. And get to the it. other, sure. exactly. So, uh, make a stealth check. Eleven. Yeah, he's pretty. He's distracted by the rock. I'd say his back is probably still turned to you, so you're able to sneak around to the other side, um, kind of without even necessarily needing to stealth too much. Oh, okay. So you get to the other side, and there is one window on this side. I am going to use a tool from my thieves kit. Okay. And it's a mirror on a stick. Ooh. And you're gonna put it and I want to hold it up and look into the carriage or okay. the trailer. There's nobody around me, right? No, this okay. is pretty empty. Uh, all of the entrances to the trailers on the other side, like the alley between the big top and the trailers. I'm finally doing rogue things. I'm having know, so much fun. Very rogue. So you are sitting here watching what's happening through the window on your mirror on a stick. What you see right off the bat is Chauvet. They are in there. They're right now taking off the gobs of eyeliner that they're wearing with like a like a wet cloth um and another tiefling is behind them taking their hair out of like the immense series of braids and buttons that it's in like they're basically like getting undressed from yeah. the show so you see Shorvey, who is a tiefling this other tiefling um and two metal mannequins standing at the other side of the trailer just standing holding things like one looks to be holding some clothing one looks to be just holding other things, nefarious items. And are you are you trying to listen? If I can hear, yeah. I'd say it's like pretty like thick old glass, but the wood is not insulated. So you can hear, but it's very, very muffled. Um, and you hear Chauvet 
talking in Undercommon, which Oh, I do see? know that. You do know Undercommon. I do know Undercommon. So you hear Charvet speaking with this other tiefling in Undercommon, and they're saying things about, like, the show went pretty well tonight, like, blah, 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 you really had them invested, Charvet, you did so good, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. Oh, what a fucking brown nose her. Right? And then you hear Charvet mention, the weirdest thing happened to me. I was walking by, getting ready to go to the show, like, getting myself all ready and all this stuff, and as I walked by an alley, I saw a... Janassi and a satyr attacking one of the mannequins. And the other tiefling's like, what? What do you mean attacking one of the mannequins? And they're like, I know. They were ice knifing a mannequin. And when I approached them about it, they said that it was following them. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to be mindless. They're not supposed to have any sort of like humanoid inclination at all. And the um, the other tiefling turns to them and they say, like, well, do you think that something went wrong? Do you think, like, like do, should we call the boss? Do you think something's starting to wear off? Should we put that one out of commission? And uh, as Chorvay goes to st- – Chorvay starts to stand, like, makeup fully off, and they start to say, I'll call the boss. Maybe we'll send that one back and have it um, uh, reach. And as they start to – go into another explanation of like what they should do with this mannequin the guy comes back to post and uh starts walking around to the other side to see like i hear that he's come back you hear him coming back okay i want to match his movement so as he comes around the corner i go around the opposite side okay cool make a stealth check 17 you do it perfectly um and as he goes around to the other side i assume you run back off towards your friends yeah okay Cool. So you re-meet up with them. What have you guys been doing this whole time? Because I think that that would take about five minutes. Just fighting with the fucking mannequins. Yeah, I mean, I might try to kick it again. I can't think of what else Mido would do. I, I don't know if I misunderstood. You mentioned that because Warforged are like sentient. Mm-hmm. These are not. They're like mannequins. And what you but they sensed that there was something sentient in it. Or I, I no, know you described I, the warforged. I described a warforged in comparison. Gotcha. These are not sentient. And what kind of what you gained from that conversation was that these things should have no motivations. They should only like they're made to work. Yeah. From what you heard, what Isla gained is that it's got some sort of like magic inside of it like a warforged would have. Oh, she just couldn't determine what kind of magic it was or what was causing the magic. What you also heard was... Something's wearing something's off. Something's wearing off. Mm. Oh, strange. I don't know. I was very perplexed by this. And I know that they can't think. Mm-hmm. But I still... Do you know who I am to the mannequin? As if it nods or makes any sort of... Non-robot. Yeah. Some sort of like human-esque motion. It pauses for a long time. And then it sort of tilts its head, puts a hand on its chest cavity, and then drops the hand to the side and like kind of goes blank. Hmm. I think that's my husband. <laughs> what a wild jump to make. <laughs> He's been missing. Did you just find your husband's soul in a robot? Alfie? 
This is an insane jump. No, really? Okay. No, I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying you're wrong or right. I'm not saying anything. She is saying you, you're insane. Though. She's saying you dumb whore. You done lost your <laughs> goddamn mind. Uh, yeah, it's it's standing there blankly now. It's not moving. Even after she said the name. Did you say the name? Well, I, I said, said is that my Sorry, husband? But... Yeah. Uh, it is uh motionless. She like snap. Alfie, is it you? Honey, it's me. Uh, everybody make a perception check. Crit fail. This is while I'm gone. No, you're back did now. You, did you really get a crit fail? Crit fail. That sucks. I got a 16. I got an 8. 17. Billy, you are paying full attention to this whole scenario. Isla, you are completely caught up in like looking this mannequin over, wondering if it could be Alfie. And JP and Mido, you see at the very, very back of the alley... Chauvet standing on the steps of their trailer holding something out in their hand that is now glowing. Oh, we can see him? Yeah, you can see them standing on the steps. It's they, them. I know, I keep saying it. It's him, okay. Sorry. Um, and they make no motion towards you. They say no words. They just stand there. You see a, something glint into their hand and this thing in their hand is now glowing. And then they like almost, it almost looks like they smirk at you as they re-enter their trailer out of sight. I'm going to go kill him. Them. I will I will kill them, but I will respect their pronouns. <laughs> I don't I don't see any you don't I don't see, see that. that. You don't see That's that at all. JP in What'd you see? I don't really know, but I saw the uh, ring. Oh, we're killing him? Uh, it does them? Feel, it's them. I don't know. They were standing on the steps and they held something out in their hand and then they looked at me and they smirked like a son of a bitch, like a child of a bitch. <laughs> I guess a gender neutral. A child of a goddamn bitch. Goddamn right. Child of a bitch. Offspring of a bitch. <laughs> Although. Zygote. Is bitch. <laughs> Offspring of a fucker. There you go. Oh, there you go. Turd, turd man. They Wiggly looked at me like man. the offspring of a turd person. <laughs> This feels like a joke, but most of us are LGBT in some way, so everybody don't worry about it. I Yeah, we're not making fun of the LGBT community. We're <laughs> we, actually we're trying to find inclusive ways of insulting people. Um, I'm turd sorry, person! Offspring of a turd person is my new favorite thing I've ever That's heard. canon in this world. Gonna get it tattooed on me somewhere. Offspring of a offspring turd person. Of a turd mom turd will person. be mad. Mom will be mad. <laughs> I feel like mom was gonna hold angry. that against you. <laughs> offspring of a turd person is so funny okay Our she would teacher. hold it against you but then she would start saying it unironically yes. and she'd be like don't be an offspring of a turd person you offspring of a turd she'll person she'll come around on it slowly she will oh my god um so i couldn't see what was in their hand not at all but i feel like they smirked at me or they actually smirked at me you feel like they smirked at you you, they were they were really far away. Billy didn't see this. Billy was all caught up with what was going on with Isla and the box. Okay, all right. I was wondering if Billy saw like the mannequins being controlled in some type of way. And also, sorry, the change in the mannequins' behavior was very coincided slight. with the the uh, with um, Chauvet doing the thing, or not quite. It was very very slight. Like they're they're emotionless, they're faceless, they're they're kind of like gestureless, yeah. you know. 
So like just like stopping and going still is not out of the ordinary for them. It's hard to tell if they did that simultaneously while Shorvay did that, especially because Shorvay is so far away and in the dark, you know? Okay. So. I will not lie. I have no idea what's going on in this uh, on this day. What the fuck is going on in here on this day? What is that? <laughs> uh, I still want to talk to Shorvay because I'm so intrigued by the magic show. Julie puts a hand on Isla's shoulder and is like, let's go back to the Airbnb. <laughs> I can't, Billy. I have to do Sleep this. Sleep on it. <laughs> no. Okay. Here is here is what I learned while I was spying on the ring leader. Chauvet was equally as confused as us about why this, and I point at the metal man, is so interested in you, and I point at Isla. Why me? Is he that? Like how? No. Go on. I am also confused why <laughs> anything in this world is interested in you, Isla. That is the meanest wow. thing you've ever said. Whoa. That was Isla saying that. It is what... <laughs> the no character voice throws me sometimes because I'm like, did I just say something? Nope, actually? you're good. Actually, do you know what? That was mean. I take that back. That was in the heat of the moment. I'm very sorry. Wow. Character Aww. development. And I pause for a second because I'm like... I think that was the first time I've ever used that word. <laughs> I put a hand on his shoulder. I grimace and I'm like, Tuh! I spit on the ground. <laughs> Disgusting. I will never make that mistake again. Jesus. Anyways, what was Dang, I saying? Ah, yes. Chauvet. Chauvet also didn't know what was going on. But Chauvet's assistant said something about something uh, wearing off on the metal men. I wonder if it is a charm or something to keep them... Uh, working. Well, let's, let's go talk to him like the Karen I am. Yeah, I don't know. They seem pretty chill. Let's go. You guys charge forward towards Jervais? Yeah. Uh, okay. As you walk, the mannequin stands there, motionless, doesn't follow you. And uh, you approach that person who was standing guard outside Jervais, uh trailer is no longer there. Sick. It's unlocked. Who enters first? I do. You enter. It's a pretty small doorway. Doesn't even wait. Just fucking boop. It's not going to fit all of you. And as you enter, uh, you catch just a glimpse of them as they are standing there uh, leaning against the wall, smoking a cigarette. And they kind of like wiggle their fingers at you in like a toodaloo kind of deal and smirk and disappear. Magic. Can I do a perception check or investigation check on like the room? Mm -hmm. Which one would you like? Whatever you want. Okay. It was a crit fail. No! Oh, Jesus. It was a one. Oh, rip. Uh, yeah, Chauvet is gone. And I'm sad. And you're sad. Oh, boo. But as Chauvet leaves, the feeling that you need to learn how to do this magic washes away. Good to know. I sigh with relief. And then I just do, <sighs> just do a couple of quick karate chops on the air. And it is, I would say it's probably now about 10.30 or 11. Oh, it's late. Well. Can Billy do an investigation check on the room? Sure. Oh, it's a 22. Thank God. Chauvet is gone. Chauvet's assistant is gone. The kind of like arcane remnants in here suggest that they used the teleportation spell. And two metal mannequins are left in here, but they're not doing anything. 
let's go back to the Airbnb. I agree. What does that mean? You know you don't have an Airbnb, right? Turn a phrase. The Air D&D. <gasps> Listen, I had a great night of stealthing and roguing, so I'm good to go whenever. And I made money selling cheese. This has been a great day for me. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a great day for me. JP's in a weirdly good mood. This is a complete like, 180 from the last few nights. Remember the time you? I almost died like eight <laughs> times? And now I'm just having, I'm just now living my life. Chilling. I'm going to live here. I'm staying we here. Lost JP. You guys can't He's stop me. apple pie in the bag. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have right. magic apple pie. At least I think it's magic. I didn't ask. You are assuming. You are assuming. I go to the Airbnb. What does that mean? We're finding it in. <laughs> okay. And as we walk, I'm just like, I wonder how all this carnival nonsense ties in with all the bird nonsense. Perhaps the ringleader is also the bird in disguise. Huh? Perhaps the ringleader is the enemy of the bird, who is also a bird, but he is in disguise. Perhaps. And I'm just like talking to nobody. I was <laughs> coming I down from so a sugar high though. from all the cotton candy, so it's just ignoring you as she walks. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, leave that alley. People are like swarming out, so like there's big crowds of people, and the workers are actively breaking down the carnival for the night. It doesn't look like they're closing it down like it's done for good, but they're breaking it down for the night. And you walk by that metal mannequin with the ice knife wound, and it's just standing there. Same place. Same place. Are you just exiting the carnival without thinking about it? Yeah. Uh, as we pass, I'm like, I keep walking in the same direction, but turning my body with my guard up like this. With my eyes on the mannequin. Are you doing anything about the stagnant metal man, or are you just leaving? I'm leaving. I, like, poke it in the chest. Does it, like, fall over? No, it doesn't. So it's still, like, functioning. Mm -hmm. Just not well. I wave to him. Just as you're about to look away, its hand goes up and then goes back down. Did anybody else see that happen? If you're all watching him, yeah, but I think... It kind of happened as she was turning away, like giving up on him not responding to it. Oh, she didn't see it? She caught it. I did. She caught it out of the corner of her eye. Uh, I think that metal man is alive. Yep, but I don't know what to do about it. Should we steal it? I do have a count. Isla is nodding. How heavy? You said it's not very strong. They're not very strong. Are you trying to pick it up? Not alone, but like, here's my plan. Get Camille in the cart in between the metal man and the crowd, and then huck him into the cart and take off. Huck him. Okay. Is anyone uh, really strong? Mido, I need your help. Yeah, okay. I think together, together it's not even a roll. Oh, sick. Come, come back here. I need your okay. help committing a crime. Okay, no further questions. Thank you. Maybe right. Mido went from never break the law, do the quests, to let's break the law and steal this metal man. The laws are unjust. Okay, is it stealing though? If we're saving a indentured servant from I whatever kidnappery, you're not sure what the metal man is. All you know is it has. Vive the la France! Liberation! Okay, justice! Ah! Right. Okay, liberté! Okay. Egalité! Fraternity! Okay, yep, he's just yelling in French now. Sorry, I heard uh, I liberation like, and the Fran the French in me kicked in, and I was like, we have to liberate the French. <laughs> liberate the metal man! Christ. So yeah, you guys uh, 
topple this metal man over into the cart. And he's just chill with it? He's just laying there. Doesn't really do much. Hell yeah. Um, Kind of just like looking around, doesn't get up. He's in the cart. Okay. Uh, I, should as, we perhaps... Right, if, uh, I assume we're moving. I'm going to stand over him like this. Just with your bow fist. ready? Oh, your fist's ready? Yeah. I also thought he was drawing, thought a, bow. drawing a bow. You guys, I'm my fists are way more dangerous than my bow. <laughs> right. You're right. Okay. Um. Uh, so everyone, should we perhaps uh, camp on the outskirts of town rather than stay in an inn where we would have to ride a enormous metal human, a human shaped object? Yeah, I agree. Ah, uh, yeah. but is there spiders? Not this close to civilization. I say very confidently without knowing the answer. For all I know, this city is ransacked by spiders every night. Every day. <laughs> they come to town every night. They actually, the carnival That's... restarts in about an hour for the spiders. Oh my God. Isla, make a history check. Uh, 14. You remember when you came to party here, one of the drinking games that the kids who actually did party played is south of campus towards the eastern side of town like on the outskirts mm -hmm. there is an abandoned silo that is falling apart from the inside but still has a roof over it and kids would go there and drink together to kind of get away from the campus i know somewhere we can go and i lead them toward that okay uh do you see on the right of your map that one little brown thing in the far right yes that's your silo sick so you guys are on the outskirts of town. You are the only thing around you is Royal Academy student housing, but otherwise you're in a field in a silo. Um, I look at Isla and I'm like, "All right, Madame Magic, tell us what to do. How do we make it fixed?" I knock on his head a couple times. Clang, clang, clang. He sounds hollow. Oh shit! Is there a man in there? I rap on his body. Sounds hollow. How does this mechanical man work with no innards? Is there like a hatch or something we can open? Is it just like totally smooth body? Totally smooth but, body. Doesn't their heads open or something? Yuck. Not this one. Didn't he check something when- He opened the box in their hands. Oh. Oh God, this is going to be fucking Ula all over again, huh? Just carting a dead body around. <laughs> God. I would make that mistake twice. I have. <laughs> I could draw him a nice bath by creating water. That is the extent of your magic, huh? That kind of is <laughs> Okay. We have propped him up. Mm -hmm. So he's standing. Okay. I address him and say, Right. If you can understand me, move your right arm. And I point at the arm and I'm like, Is this one? Just in case you Just don't know your left from your right. That's okay. Nothing to be embarrassed. Nothing to be embarrassed. You are still good. He doesn't move it. I need you to go over there. That is an order. It takes him a long time, but he finally turns his head and walks a few paces in the direction you pointed. And it looks like it takes him like a long time. Like he's moving pretty slow now. Mm. All right, everybody. Thoughts, feelings. What the fuck is going on? Is it, uh, do you think it's... I think that apprehending the metal man was not so important after the mysterious magician disappeared. Agreed. Well. But... I did. 
I don't know how to respond. That's fair. That is a good criticism. I will take that into account. No, not, not uh, a criticism. And next time, I will instead stab you with my sword. Oh, my no. God. Wow. How fucking dare you? <laughs> that escalated actually the quickest. <laughs> I, I do nothing but work for these people. I make you money. I sell cheese. I bring you metal men. And then you tell me I've done it wrong. I did not expect a cut of that cheese money. Well, I only keep track of money once, so I'm not keeping track of... You wouldn't even spin the sign, so I wouldn't expect you to get a cut of the cheese money. (laughs) Spin the sign? She's right. She's right. This is when we fall apart and as a group. (laughs) I I don't think so. I feel like we just determined through trial and error that the metal man is out of proximity from... What's their name? To operate. uh, Showbread. Shorvay. Shorvay. I will it's give like you sorbet, this. It's like sorbet, but sorbet. I mean, you have options, right? You you don't have to just interact with it. You can investigate it, arcana check it, like all kinds of things, you know? Like there's multiple dimensions to seeing what's going on with something. Well, I, I did the arcana check, and all I found out was that it was there was some sort of magic in it. Mm-hmm. The first time. I'll do another one. Okay. 17. That magic is still there, but it's dim. Imagine like a lighter flame. The first time you saw it, it was really bright. Mm-hmm. And now it's very dim. Do you guys think we have to take it further away from town? Or from Shorvay? Uh, like I said, Billy knows Shorvay used teleport. They could be. So anywhere. we could be they literally could be anywhere. anywhere. They could be anywhere. Okay. So. But the carnival was just broken down for the night. It wasn't necessarily broke down to move. Shorvay could be back tomorrow. That's what yeah. I was thinking. We we can just go back. Why are we getting distracted by this anyway? We ha- like we can't just bury the metal man alive. We're supposed to go find a guy at the college. Yeah, we're supposed to find the fucking people who hurt the bird. We do have a mission. We do have a mission. Okay, we forget Shorvay and go to the college. Well, I, I mean, like, now it like, we're tired, right? We want to sleep. I don't know that you're tired, but I do know it's the middle of the night and you wouldn't get much from roaming around the college campus at this time. Once again, long rest when you can. Mm. All right. We long rest. Okay. Sounds good to me. So you guys would be getting up around, like, early morning, like, seven-ish. The sun has risen um, and the town is starting to wake up. And now what did you, I'm sorry, what did you do with, with the mannequin overnight? Did you just leave it standing? I, yeah. I want yeah. to bury it up to its shoulders in the dirt. Mido, that's crazy. Let's Is do it? a shovel check. Shovel check? Do any of us have a shovel? Remember when we didn't have a shovel and we still used a shovel? And it was a huge point of contention for a long time. It was a big problem. I don't think it's, I, this is an old silo. There's probably a rusty shovel in here. Are you really burying the metal man up to his neck? I got four hours while the rest of them have to sleep. <laughs> when a Billy is like wild asleep use. and is like, Mido, please don't do that. Like, please, like, just don't. Yeah. It's fine. Just go to sleep. Just don't just do that. That feels like a... It's fine. Oh, he wants to. If this is a party spot, what are the chances that college students come along, see it, and just, like, fucking destroy it? I don't know. I It dodged my kick. Who knows what it can get away from. <laughs> Fair. You rolled really low. I think I might bury you the You know robot. these college kids oh and their God. high rolls. 
<laughs> well, I'm asleep, so you can do what you this want. This is insane. Why? <laughs> Jamie, is this what you saw tonight? No, it's just such a choice. <laughs> That's how, I, that's how I want to restrain it. Really, first it's thought, such best a thought. choice. First thought, best thought is never true. I mean, there is room in the wagon. We could just drag it. Or we could just like no, bring him with no, us. No, no, no. We don't have a like a fun, kooky companion. He doesn't seem particularly strong. If you bound him up, it doesn't seem like it wouldn't. You wouldn't seem like he could get out of. Cover it. him with my tarp. All right, I hog tie the robot. <laughs> <laughs> not really the binding I thought of but I'll take it this poor fucker that's so funny he puts up no fight yeah that's what I fucking thought oh boy touch this <laughs> It's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you're not already, please go ahead and subscribe to us on whichever platform it is you get your favorite podcasts. We are on a lot of them, as well as finding us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast and giving us a follow. I always tweet or post trailers for the newest episode, and you can always keep up with news about the show, whether or not we're going to post or be late or things like that. Uh, If you feel like interacting with the show, please use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, and I hope to see you there. Not much to say this week. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and are looking forward to the next. As always, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye.